You're listening to a very special Longbox Crusade episode, the 12 Days of Crusademus 2018. <laughs> Troisième jour de Noël, mon amour m'a donné Trois six-pack frettes, deux pecs de mouk Puis un gros messe de poutine rotée Le quatrième jour de Noël, mon amour m'a donné Quatre en fumée, trois six-pack frettes, deux pecs de mouk Puis un gros messe de poutine rotée Le cinquième jour de Noël, mon amour m'a donné Eight Black Hoods Hooding. Hello and welcome to the eighth installment of the 12 Days of Crusademus, brought to you by the Longbox Crusade. The 12 Days of Crusademus is our gift to the comic-loving podcast community to celebrate the holiday season. And we're celebrating this joyous season by sharing with you some often overlooked comic book titles that may have gotten by you in the past. Each day of the 12 Days of Crusademus will bring you a new hidden gem of a comic book series, brought to you by either one of our Jingling All the Way co-hosts or one of our podcasting celebrity guests until we get all the way to December 25th, Christmas Day. I'm your host for this eighth day of Crusademus, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Chris Tatos. And here are the right jolly old elves joining me for today's unwrapping. Let's get introduced to Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist. Each of you has been given a present, such a prettily wrapped present. Now is the time to open them. Open them. You see? They're beautiful, and you're longing to know what's inside. You may use anything but the atomizer, but you must never touch. Never. Until I tell you how and where to use it. Open the compact. Adjust the volume control. Every night at exactly 12 o'clock, you must be alone, so that you can switch on the receiver and listen for my voice. I'll tell you what to do. I'll tell you when, and I will tell you how. After you've heard what I say, push the mirror back and conceal the receiver again. Push it back now. Close the case. Now rest again. Rest. In a few minutes, you'll wake up. You will not remember what I've just told you until you return home. I used to hate chicken. Let's go ahead and introduce Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist. It's a prescription for danger. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is my first time here. If you just uh, blacked out for about a few seconds there, that's normal. Don't worry about it. Did somebody turn the heat on in here? I mean, just... (laughs) I went to that elaborate length of joke for like three of our fans who will get it. (laughs) (laughs) That's us. That's us. us. (laughs) Oh, well, it's great to have you here around the fire and bringing that Christmas spirit. Speaking about Christmas spirit, let's see what jolly old St. Jason has with us. Weasel Skull? Well, St. Jason's not here right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> Good to see your little Sean, Matthew. <laughs> oh, Patrick, baby, hurry down the chimney tonight. <laughs> oh, drunk Sean Connery's hitting on Pat now. That's a whole new thing. <sighs> Merry Christmas, everybody. All right, who let Sean Connery back into the room? He always seems to get in. He's... I know. I thought he was with you, Jared. I thought it was your day to I, take him. I can't keep track of that old man. I can't either. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everybody. It's great to be here. And also with us is Delvin, the Dark Wed Williams. How you doing, Delvin? I'm okay, but I'm I'm a little bit sore. I may or may not have slept with James Bond. <laughs> Shot the can <laughs> down your chimney. <laughs> stretches, Delvin, stretches. Yeah, let's just keep going. <laughs> We are all here together, but we're not alone. And joining us around this fireplace with some hot cocoa in hand is our special guest, Siskoid. You may know him from his Fire and Water Network podcast, Oh Hot Moo or Not, Give Me That Star Trek, and also First Strike the Invasion podcast, which I really enjoy that one. Welcome, Siskoid. How are you? Good, Pat. I guess you're sorry to know that now the Invasion podcast is over. Uh, we've, yeah. we've wrapped at this point in time. I hope you'll enjoy what we got up next. Zero Hour Strikes is the next awesome. striking. Yeah. I will pull up my comics for that to follow along with that so siskoid what gift have you brought to unwrap from their stocking a cursed hood to share and uh don't share it for long because uh the curse be real uh (laughs) this is the black hood number two the impact comics version of this archie hero there's been like a number of black hoods number two but this is the one from impact comics in the the, uh what was it early 90s yeah it kind of relates back to the very first day of crusade miss back last year yeah when you did legend of the shield so that's another impact comic series Mm -hmm. i don't remember did i like that one (laughs) I'm not sure you did. (laughs) But this one is uh, written by Mark Wheatley. It's drawn by Rick Burchett, who was best known for being the artist on Batman Adventures, the tie-in to the Batman animated series. This is a lot less cartoonish than those books, but it has the same solid pages. You don't need any captions or dialogue. The art is very strong, in my opinion, so that was one of the reasons I picked it. The whole series lasted 12 issues in an annual and had, mm, let's say, a, a revolving identity for the Black hood. That's why I'm I'm talking about that cursed hood, because the hood passes from one person to the next. Different people were the Black Hood throughout this series. Can I ask you, is there really a curse attached to the Black Hood? I didn't catch that in the comic, but but you mentioned that a couple times. Yeah, this is too early for that. Well, it's not too early for it to happen, because as the comic opens, we'll talk about the, we'll synopsize it later, but as the comic opens, the Black Hood is already dead, and then somebody else becomes the Black Hood. And if you keep the Black Hood too long, you might end up dead. Is what it is. In the line of duty. Yeah. I haven't read the whole series through. I've read probably about one through five back in my day of collecting. I haven't really got the rest of the story yet. So now it's even more piquing my interest. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the dead man's gun trope that's going on in here. Like, you know, the the Dial H series or whenever something passes on to the next person and sort of dooms you, but also gives you abilities, which is kind of the case here. So that's one of the reasons I've always liked this version of Black Hood and wish it had shown up again and every time they resurrect the Black Hood it's never this but I thought this was the most interesting take because I'm really not a vigilante grim dark kind of comics guy I've read plenty of those sure you know, I was a comics fan in the 90s but it's not really my deal so to have the vigilante of the Impact Universe be one of my favorites along with The Fly it was the exact opposite let's say in tone is something unusual but it's really because of this concept that made it more interesting than just oh another Punisher ripoff. Have you read any 
of the other Impact series? I think I read them all. Were you, know, you collecting I, it at the time? Yeah. At the time, it was like everybody was trying to get a, and this is like DC's alternate universe, let's say, second mm-hmm. secondary universe. But everybody was kind of trying to cash in. I think maybe Image did it, where suddenly people are buying Image comics because of the artists. But it's like, oh, there's more than the big two. The market can support more superhero universes, and everybody tried to get into it. And I was sort of getting in on the ground floor of each of these. I was reading the Valiant books. I was reading the Dark Horse superhero books. I was reading these. Eventually, it got a bit much, and then I started dropping them. But I pretty much stayed with Impact until near the end, I'd say, like the first 18 months. Any of you guys uh, read the series? If we go around the virtual room here, Delvin? I have not read this series. I was new to the Impact verse as of last year, and I'm still relatively new now because I had not even heard of the Black Hood. Jason? I'm exactly where Delvin is. I never heard of the Impact series or read the Impact series until my introduction during Crusademus last year. This is the first time that I picked up and read Black Hood. Jared? I'm not sure what you mean by virtual room. We're all here in the festively decorated Longbox Studios. <laughs> but to answer your question, no, I haven't read The Black Hood. I had dabbled a little bit some other Impact stuff because Pat gave that disease to me, but I haven't read any Black Hood. So this is a first. I call it virtual because that fire is so fake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I saw right through yeah, that one. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. He's the first just guest a- that didn't buy into that fire. <laughs> That's just red streamers with a fan underneath. Uh, Man, I was wondering why I wasn't getting warm. Yeah, no, it's it's freezing. We're not rich men here. You know, we got to scrimp somewhere. And what about you, Pat? Did you say you had read Um, it or not? Yeah, I I started reading some of it. Just Um, the five, yeah. Yeah, just about the five issues of it. But otherwise, other Impact comics I was reading as well, too. Collecting it, for some reason, I got rid of them. And then I found that I had a love for them, remembering them back again. So I started to recollect them, which has kind of rekindled my interest in the whole Impact universe. This was one that kind of really stood out to me, too, especially the first issue with the cover was kind of interesting, and it's kind of got that Punisher vibe to it a little bit, but not as much. But this was one of that really kind of piqued my interest at the time. I had a hard time picking something, I gotta say. I got a lot of long boxes, in a fr- <laughs> and, uh, you know, what do I bring to the, the conversation? And it's like, first of all, it felt to me like I was harking back to last year's Crusade Miss. But at the same time, it has a Christmas connection because it's during Christmas time. If you read the book, they talk about Christmas is around the corner kind of thing. (laughs) I wasn't reading through comics to find that one reference, but it just, oh, it seems to fit. But it is one of the better impact books, in my opinion. Like I said, I read the whole line, but how much of it has stuck with me? The Fly, Black Hood, but I never really got into the web. I thought it was like poorly designed. The Comet was sort of a Starman light. Legend of the Shield was okay, but the Black Hood to me was very much one of the better ones. And I picked issue two because I thought it would better showcase the passing of the hood because the first issue has the original Black Hood, let's say, or like there's a Black Hood that you see in other titles for a couple months. Like he's showing up here and there. So you know he's going to get a series. And when he gets a series in his first issue, he gets killed. So then the, the hood passes over and there are other characters in this issue that will become the Black Hood later as well. So uh, <laughs> it felt like more of a 
showcase for that comic. And I thought there was like many sequences that showed off the art as well. That's why I picked it. When I first looked at it, I was like, why is he having to start on issue two? But when I read it, it made a whole lot of sense. I see what you were thinking. Maybe we can give a brief summary of it uh, so people know what we're talking about. The Black Hood that was introduced in the other Impact books finally got his own series, gets killed in the sewers at the end of issue one by Pirate Blue's Thugs. She's uh, one of the villains of the series. And in number two, the hood falls into the hands of a 17-year-old kid called Nate, though we do meet the mob's number two guy, Hit Coffee, sort of got a, a black exploitation name, and he'll become the Black Hood at some point as well. Nate finds that wearing the hood turns him into an action hero and compels him to save his friend Jeff, a street kid who got in way over his head. They escape the mob and the sewers, and Nate has to face the fact that nothing will ever be the same again. That's the gist of the issue. So what did you think of the concept, the story as told? If we go around the room again, if I start with Jared, what did you think of the Black Hood issue two? Now, when I first read it, I was very confused. The story wasn't hanging together for me very well, but it was well compensated with the art. I thought this art is looking really good. In fact, I texted the guys in the group. I said, I think this is the guy that did the Batman the Animated Series because I scrolled back to see who had done it. Lo and behold, I was right. But this, like you said, it's in a different style, especially that sequence at the end when they make the escape through the sewers. That art is just amazing. That whole sequence looks great. So for a while, I was like, okay, so I'm not really getting the story. I don't quite understand. I'm a little bit confused. And now I see that's by design and by you coming on the show and explaining that really has opened my eyes. So this is a much cooler concept than I originally noticed. So maybe I was just slow on the uptake. That's happened before. But now that you've kind of given me the blueprint, now I'm like, oh, okay. And it's definitely more exciting and and interesting. Nice. And you're right about the animated series art, the same but different. Mm. But I think they've even got the colorist is even pulling the same tricks that they pulled later in Batman Adventures. You know, the the stark pinks Mm -hmm. and blues and like really moody lighting. I wouldn't be surprised if I checked those old Batman Adventures and found that Tom Zuko here did a few of the Mm -hmm. coloring jobs. Yeah, you're probably right. So who else has an opinion? Pat? I'm going to agree with some of what Jared said too. The art I thought was very well done. And there was something when I was reading through and looking at it that I couldn't really put my finger on. And now that you mention what he did with the animated series style one, I'm like, okay, now I get it. That's where it's all coming together for me. Story-wise, I think this was a good choice because it does tell you the first Black Hood is dead, died in the line of, if you want to call it duty, whatever he was doing. And then you have a reluctant kind of a hero grab the mask because he's in a situation that either he needs to get himself out of and also he has a hero mentality to help his friend to get out as well. There's some silent parts in here where not a lot of words were used, which were all right because the story, the art, the way it was all laid out told the story well. It's been a long time since I have read these, so I was really interested again in finding a little bit more out on where the story goes again because I couldn't really tell you what happens anymore going forward. But I am interested in finding out more about the Black Hood and Nate's story. And now that you mentioned with a hit guy getting involved in there too and kind of a little bit more backstory on that gang that must run the city a little bit as well too is kind of what I gathered from here. All right, Jason? Yeah, when I first sat down to read this one, I was a little trepidatious, I guess you could say, because... I guess you could say. Not many other people would say trepidatious. I'm sorry, I interrupted. (laughs) (laughs) It's not not your turn yet, Delvin. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) 
I really didn't care for the Legend of the Shield that we read last year, and I saw uh, another one of those Impact comics, and oh, this is definitely going to be a Punisher knockoff. Well, let me get this thing read and get this over with. And I read through it, and I really liked it. Um, you guys talked about the art, and it was spectacular. But what I really liked it was it definitely is a dark hero concept, a la the Punisher. But they have some pretty good humor and heart mixed in with this. I really like the character of Jeff. I thought he was a fun character, kept getting into trouble, but I really liked his fighting spirit too throughout the comic. And I really liked the villainous, what was her name? Pirate Blue. When she uh, unmasks the first vigilante and she has that line because, you know, they go through all the trouble to hide their face. You kind of expect them to be famous underneath. <laughs> I have no idea yeah. who this is. I thought that was very humorous. But yeah, I thought that there was plenty of action in the book, obviously, but it was mixed in with good storytelling, good heart. You know, Nate dons the mask out of some of the noblest of reasons to save his friend when he could have just took off running and gotten out of there. So I thought that was pretty cool. There was great spectacle throughout the story. I mean, the whole action sequence, Jared talked about the flooding scene and the tunnel. I thought that was awesome. The art was awesome in that. There's one panel in there that I really loved where it's all dark and you've got the black hood with the mask on, but those eyes are just like bright red. That piece of art really stood out to me. So overall, I thought this was really enjoyable, a real surprise for me and and I enjoyed it a lot. Great. Delvin, are you going to be the only old out? Or? <laughs> well, I can say that I like the story. You know, you have Billy Lee being framed for a crime that he didn't commit. Oh, wait, that was the double dragon ad. <laughs> sorry, silly me. For some reason, it didn't catch a hold with me. But here's the huge but and the caveat. I didn't approach it the right way. I came in thinking, okay, hey, this is a comic book. You know, I need to read, you know, something, something, podcast, something. And so I read it. I looked through it. I was kind of like, I didn't get it. So I didn't get the right context to it. When you provided the right context to it, for whatever reason, the first hero that it reminded me of was the whole Agent Venom arc that they did with Flash Thompson and Marvel, where he had to struggle with control over the Venom symbiote because the Venom symbiote was getting him to do bad things. But he was addicted to using the symbiote because, you know, not only it allowed him to do things that he couldn't do because he was missing both of his legs, but he was also able to do some good with the symbiote. And, and a lot of similar things are in play here, and it happened 20 plus years earlier. And so it's a very cool idea. You put on this mask, you are more than the person that you are without the mask, so you can wind up getting a little bit addicted to it. So now I have an overall better perspective. So with that said, man, there were some crazy freaking ads in this book, and I know that's an aside. I know it is, but like there's one with Jim Gordon in there, and it was talking about Jim Gordon having heart disease because he smoked too much. What in the world? <laughs> there was a lesson in there. I like that. Yes. They had a double dragon ad in this book. They had a WCW wrestling one. Like <laughs> It's the 90s, found, early 90s here. I found myself being the person who watches the Super Bowl for the commercials. <laughs> 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 but please don't let that detract from the very cool concept that this book has. And I definitely am glad that you introduced it the way you did, because now I do have a better appreciation for it. You didn't even mention the L.A. guns on the back cover. <laughs> See? Baby, here we go. It's cocked and loaded nighttime rodeo. <laughs> Never heard of them. I'm going to be honest with you. Help me out, Pat. I know you got my back.
cheap with always something special. Is that Ellie Gunn? I might be. We'll buy it. All right. I'm going to have to download some LA guns, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> there are no Bola Boys. Yeah, who can be? <laughs> Siskoid, I had a question for you. Okay. When he is looking at the hood for the first time, Nate's looking at the hood, and in there, it looks like there's some names scribed in there. Does that come out later on? Yeah, I think that's supposed to be like the past hoods. I was kind of thinking that too. I just... The story of the hood, to spoil it a bit, you know, the hood got its curse because during a hanging. So this was a hood that was placed on a person's head that was to be hanged, but it was an injustice. So he cursed the executioner, sort of wound up cursing the hood instead. And now anyone who wears the hood, there's an annual, right? And in the annual, you've got these little short stories that actually show the hood passing from person to person or how it fit in history. So there's like a Joan of Arc kind of character, a woman who was the Black Hood in the medieval times. There was a a Black Hood who was a gunslinger in the Impact universe, inspired the, the stories of the Lone Ranger. So it's a mask that's been passing through history. I'm a big sucker for that kind of thing, like Immortal Iron Fist, the stuff like that, you know, showing us how this is a tradition that goes back a while and you can tell stories in different time periods thanks to Mm -hmm. that. So I'm thinking those names are past hoods or something. I just haven't read the whole series uh, in preparation for this to to find out. Again, that to me gave me a little more interest to go, okay, I got to go back and revisit this again. Pat, you have these books? I do have these books. I've set it out there as well too that it was something, another podcast that I wanted to start but then I got sidetracked with other stuff. (laughs) Maybe we'll get to it next year, 2019 maybe. Year of the Impact. I will talk you out of it next year yeah yeah. (laughs) jared keeps talking me out of things so we'll see (laughs) does anybody have anything else i just uh, appreciate the enthusiasm for the book yes good read and plenty of enthusiasm for the book i like it well with that let's get to the rating of your interest in the series using the official crusade miss candy cane scale i made that up (laughs) (laughs) that was a good one (laughs) on a scale from one to twelve candy canes twelve being extremely interested and one being not interested at all how many candy canes would you rate your interest in pursuing more issues of this title let's go ahead and toss it around this room don't look at the fire jared (laughs) how many candy canes you're going to give siskoid thanks to siskoid's enthusiasm and the cool art in this book if i was slipping through some bins especially quarter bins oh i'd snag it for sure so i'm gonna give pretty high marks i'm gonna say strong nine out of 12 candy canes from jared not just a nine a strong nine strong strong a nine with the mask on his hood on oh yeah (laughs) there's some precipitation accumulating off to the (laughs) west of the nine but uh, right now it's very strong i am going to go one above you with a strong 10 show off very strong 10 delvin how about you i'll drag out the rear a little bit with an eight but it is a very encouraged eight (laughs) (laughs) jason what do you got well siskoid i rate mine on humor heart spectacle and art i give up to three candy canes for each of those four categories i have it rated like this humor two heart three spectacle two art two for a total of nine and i'm going to use my prerogative based off your enthusiasm to bump this up to 10 candy canes so i'll land there with pat 
Awesome. I'm not giving candy canes, obviously, but I'm receiving them. Is that how this works? Do I get to keep the canes? Yeah, if you want to keep the candy canes. Keep the canes. Can't Uh, get high from your own supply, my friend. (laughs) I'll be using the canes to maybe reread the series after all. You know, just uh, having rifled through a couple and just read this one, I'm thinking, well, what's it going to take? Just, yeah, it's 12 issues. I can find the time, right? This was one of the shorter ones in the whole Impact series, I believe. Yeah, it started later is what it is. One of the things that's cool is that every time someone wears the hood, they've got a completely different look except for the hood and it makes, you know, it gives a different feel because I remember the original vigilante guy that was showing up in other issues and who showed up in issue one. I hated that costume. It was like bright orange and I thought, ugh, this is bad costume and then they kill him off in the first issue. Boom. Fatal fashion (laughs) problem solved. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But then Pitcoffee had his own style because he's a more, he's a much more slick sophisticated character than Nate is here. who's just like wearing this raincoat. So every time someone else wears it it's got a different look. So now I'm thinking, oh, you know, I should read it just to, to see what happens to each of these characters because I don't remember it either. It was how long ago was 90, 1992? <laughs> <laughs> it's math years ago. Yeah, a lot. So, so yeah, I might be rereading it regardless. You know, so very cool. Yeah, very good. And if I have to recommend other comics of this, like I said, it's just the twelve issues it should be fine. Or the annual. The annual might give you a number of little short stories to give you the breadth and scope of the history of the Black Hood. It might be like a good single issue to read. Does anybody have anything else on this particular issue? Just thanks for uh, bringing it by. It was a fun read. Absolutely. Yep. Well, thanks for inviting me. Well, you're always welcome here around the festive holiday fake fireplace studios. Yeah, <laughs> fake fireplace. <laughs> Next time, maybe you can bring something to eat to pass around. Well, that's what the maple syrup was for. But, oh, uh, okay. Oh, okay. That's oh, what crap. that was for. Pat drank that whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I drink oh. it from the bottle, too. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we might have to go for a run after this one before we get back with the next day's one. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. let's send Delvin again. <laughs> no, like we go running. Oh, wait. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think with that, that's going to be a wrap for today's gift-giving session of the 12 Days of Crusade Mist. We'd love to hear from you if you're familiar with any of the comics we are covering here on the show or if you give one of our recommendations a try. Let us know what you think. And you can do that by looking us up on Twitter at Longbox Crusade, Facebook at Longbox Crusade, email contact at longboxcrusade.com. We'll compile all the feedback for all 12 days of Crusade Miss and cover it in the next full episode of The Longbox Crusade. If you want to hear more from our special guest, Siskoid, where can they find you on the interwebs? Well, if they're readers, which is not a given, <laughs> then go to Siskoid's blog of geekery where uh, I still write daily articles on uh, various elements of pop culture. And if they are listeners primarily, which makes sense because we're on a podcast right now, I hang my hat at the Fire and Water Podcast Network where I do different shows. There's one that comes out every Tuesday, depending on, you know, the time. So there's one about Star Trek. There's some about comics. There's a FW team up. There's a lot of ridiculous ones. So uh, check that out. Well, again, thanks a lot, Siskoid, for joining us. Glad to have you here with us. And if you're loving the Crusade Miss and didn't get a chance to listen last year, make sure you scroll back far enough on our feed and you can find all 12 episodes from Crusade Miss 2017. I know I did. So I actually am going to enjoy 24 days of Christmas. <laughs> oh, a lot of days. Well, I love Christmas. <laughs> Do you? And I love Crusade Miss. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. But be sure to come back tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be here, but you guys are going to be here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and we'll find out what the next gift is from under the tree. It is a very festively decorated studio, i got to say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. i got to say. Yeah, it was worth tunneling through snow, through, <laughs> through Canadian snow to get here. Uh, <laughs> so, DJ Cristados, you're a real DJ. Is that what it is? Yes, I am. You're, I, you're I, play, I, play, I played one in real life, yes. <laughs> so, DJ, will you play my favorite Christmas jam? Laugh a little louder, sing a little prouder. See you in the rose and crown. We'll raise a glass to this old town. Home is where the heart is, the end is where the start is. Have a happy holiday. Remember, boy, to smile when you frown. Out by the old church, I can hear them sing. Long live the king. Well, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, there's no Christmas here anymore. Put the bells away, burn the sleigh, throw the presents out of my door, cause she's gone, gone. Everything they said was true, Christmas and me. You didn't need me Funny when you did it Hey, I'm all alone on Christmas Day Wonder where the time goes Dressing in the same clothes Funny how the turkey tastes When lunch is from the microwave Cold down by the old school I can hear them say
All songs, song clips, and characters discussed are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We make no money on this podcast, and it is for entertainment purposes only. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics. I saw Cisco was on. I foolishly tried to call Jason. Uh, why would I think he would be on on time? I don't know. <laughs> I'll wait for the phone call to give up on Jason, and then I'll add Cisco. Jason's here? I'm about 10 minutes out. Give me a call back about 10 minutes out. I just finished up dinner. Told you. I told you. <laughs> we have guests, Jason. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> what time zone are you in? Uh, I'm in the. the uh... Delvin, if you had to guess, who did I call that said, I'm just wrapping up dinner? Can you call me Jason. back in 10? There you go. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was. It was. <laughs> it was Jason. My brother. When it's Delvin's turn to host, I don't bring it up because I trust him. <laughs> you dumb bastard. <laughs> you noticed I didn't mention anybody else on our crew. <laughs> Is it my turn to host? Yes. Yes, Jason. Jason. Tiscoid, uh, what episodes did you listen to? The first four, I guess. Okay. Man, he's invested. Wow. <laughs> And then you turned it off? I would have figured after yeah. the first or the second you one. Got through uh, four. You know, I was probably doing something. <laughs> <laughs> Here at the Long Box Crusade, we're all very proud of Pat because he, he cranked those out one a day last December. And uh, that was that was no easy editing feat. We still tip our cap to Pat. Yeah, we heard it, it was pretty bad. Like, his family was like, Dad, I want to watch King Kong live. And he's like... <laughs> I can't watch King Kong Lives. I have podcasting to do. <laughs> and Get your own stuff. Make your own food. <laughs> you know how to change your own diaper. Go ahead. Yes, I've been waiting forever. When are we going to get started? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the diva himself. My brother, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, this is Cisco. Cisco, this is Jason. Hey, Cisco, how you doing? Good. I just got here. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, man, these guests are always late. <laughs> you, it can be your show too if you want. Yeah, some guests totally take it and run. Oh, it's it's already not my show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad. <laughs> Hopefully I can do the song right because it's really not in my key. But uh, <laughs> don't worry, I, no, it's not in anybody's it's, key. <laughs> uh, we are here all together, but we're not alone. Uh, we're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's going well. Secret or the you know, secret invasion? Right? No, not secret invasion. Oh, why am I blanking on that one? It's first strike the invasion first, podcast. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think of it either for a second. I know. I'm thinking I was all right. Let me redo that one. And also first. Cr- First, strike the secret invasion. Uh, the invasion. So it has nothing no to secret do with secret in it. Invasion. It's not secret. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> anyway, knows about it. It's, it's yeah. all out in the open. It's all out in the open. Sorry about that. It's no, a uh, okay. cat malfunction. <laughs> oh, we have those all the time. We have those all the time. <laughs> cat <laughs> touched yes, the. Uh, I, our time is meow. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> cat grabbed the mouse and <laughs> turned off the call. All right, so was that was that uh, the way to do the outro? I um, yeah, you nailed it. That's yeah, that's fine. He's gonna roll in the music, and then there'll be outtakes afterwards. And shenanigans will ensue. Sue and Sue, yeah, man. <laughs> cool.